Okay, this is episode 66 of the 100 Podcast. I brought in Brenda from Hidden Gem. Hidden Gem Hair Studio, yeah. And today is your guys' two-year anniversary? Two-year anniversary. So how did that go? How did your guys' uh, event go? It went good. Uh, we hired Everbloom Coffee. I don't know if you've heard of them, but... Yeah, I heard about TKB fucking them over. Yeah. So, yeah, I think everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, I think it's out there. Uh, yeah, so we invited them over for, like, a little catering, and, um, yeah, it was it was good. We had people show up from their, you know, side that have never met us before, and then we had our clients come up, and it was just all free coffee, so just come up and grab your coffee, and then we grabbed some donuts from uh, Bakery Guerreros. It's called Panaderia Guerreros. It's also mm. in Indio. They're also, oh, like, yeah. a local shop. Yeah, we grabbed some donuts there. We were just handing them out, just kind of like as a thank you for these two years of like success. Yeah, yeah. and and you guys are located in India, you said? Uh, no, Palm Desert. Oh, Palm Desert. Yeah, okay, so we're nice. off of One Eleven, and uh, it's either Larkspur or San Luis Rey. We're like in the middle, but off of One Eleven. And how, how, what, what made you guys open your your hair studio? What made you guys? So uh, we were working. My mom has been a stylist for uh, about eighteen years now. And my sister and I have been stylists for about seven plus years. And uh, we were on and off for this salon um, in Indio. And uh, then somebody came and offered us the studio that we're at now. And uh, yeah, they were just kind of like, hey, you know, the salon opened up. Uh, This one lady that knew my sister was like, yeah, you know, it's all three of you guys. If you guys want to take over it. It's all yours. I think you guys would make a good family business. And we were like, no, we're not really trying to run our own business. Like, it's not really like we just kind of we don't know how how it would even start. You know, we don't have money saved up. Like, there's no way we could do this, you know. And uh, And it's a lot more than the hair once it gets to run. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It's not just uh, like do hair and go home. Hell no. You're on it like 24 seven, you know. So, yeah. So we were like, no, we're good. And um I guess the rumor spread at the salon that my sister and my mom were at that we wanted to open our own business and the owner wasn't happy with it. So she gave us the boot. <laughs> I was That's... in San Diego, so I, w- I wasn't given the boot, but you know, my family was. Yeah. And uh, so then so she were... basically just said, okay, you guys are all, you guys are all she, gone basically? She thought, yeah, and I don't blame her. She thought that we were going behind her back to steal her clients and to yeah. kind of like start our own business low key, which obviously we would never do anything like that. Um, I just, but, I, yeah. I, I don't know, you know, there's, there's multiple hair studios, whatever, you know, hairstylists everywhere, I think there's you know? guests for anyone, I think there's clients for anyone, I, I don't think, uh, but you know, it's, again, maybe she was told that, you know, otherwise, I don't know what happened there, but, um, yeah, there was just rumors, and so we were given the boot in, like, four days, so we didn't even have a chance, they didn't even have a chance to let their clients know, nothing, and so then we told these people, like, yeah, do we need the place? Like, we don't have anywhere else to go, you know? How much time from you leaving that first studio to opening your guys' own? The very next day. Like, R- really? Yeah, yeah, we were literally, like, they didn't even give us a chance to actually tell people, it was like a four-day thing of, like, a weekend, and, like, you need to be out. So we just started, like, right away, and just moved our stuff, and, uh... You know, Whoa. it was crazy. So my mom uh, actually purchased a lot of the furniture at that old salon and she was never reimbursed for it. And we, you know, it was their salon. So we're not going to take everything out of there. They're yeah. still running a business. 
But they were nice enough to at least give us, you know, the two, three chairs to get started, and that was it. Yeah, so just that, and uh, the lady who sold us the salon in Palm Desert, uh, she ended up taking all of that furniture out of there, too. So, I mean, we didn't really have much to work with. But we made it happen. You know, our clients are faithful, and they were understanding, and they still supported us. And they drove all the way from India. They made the commute just to, like, make it happen, you know? Yeah. So that, that first year was, like, really tough. But, no, we made it work. And if it wasn't for our clients, you know, sacrificing that extra commute, or yeah. were most of your clients coming from, like, what, Indio? Indio? Indio. Where you, Indio area? Yeah, okay. Indio. Dang. Yeah, and then I was living in San Diego, so I would drive just to, like, take care of some clients and, like, you know, still try to help and support the business. Excuse me. <laughs> and <laughs> 100 podcasts. <laughs> unfiltered. Uncensored. Let's go. I'm just kidding. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it wasn't up until this December, last December, sorry, uh, that I officially permanently moved back to the valley and was like full time. Oh shit! Yeah. So this is kind of well, this isn't like new, new, but it's pretty new for you coming down here and like less than a year running it, you know, yeah. basically full time. Yeah, I tried running it um, when I was in San Diego, but there's nothing like being hands on, you know. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I would try making the logo. I tried like uh, celebrating the one year anniversary. But my mom and my sister, like, my mom, she, her English isn't very well, so she's not good with, like, promoting and handling, mm-hmm. you know, certain things. And then uh, my sister, she has dyslexia, so she confuses her numbers and letters. So she's not very good. She gets frustrated with, like, yeah, making yeah. posters, like, anything that has to do with, like, you know, getting everything together. Like, yeah, organizing can mix stuff up. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, wow. they get a little frustrated, so... So are you three kind of just like a perfect team? Are you guys kind of just bounce yeah. off each other? And... Oh, hell yeah, yeah. My sister, her creativity, my mom, she's like the energy of the business, and I'm just kind of like behind the scenes, you know, running everything. Mm, yeah. What What have you learned from two years of running your own business, and maybe in this last year from being hands-on? Like, what, what has been the biggest takeaway from yeah, uh, so being an actual much. business? Because a lot of people will talk about, owning a business, you know, or talk about taking that step and never go past the plan. And you didn't even have time to make a plan. <laughs> so I'm just like, how, what did you guys learn through the, the process of these two years? I guess mostly like how hands-on it is. Like, uh, we don't have a receptionist to make our appointments. We handle our own appointments. Uh, my mom is mostly through phone calls. My sister and I use mostly through DMs on Instagram. Yeah. And then, um, so you, you never log off, you know? Somebody will call you at 9 o'clock at night or at 6 in the morning, you know? It's, it's whenever they want they need to make they an appointment. see you, yeah. Yeah, yeah and um, so that's the number one thing. And then for me personally, now being so behind the scenes, uh, I run the business account and then I run my hair account. And so I'm always answering the DMs for both. And then I take care of all the promotions and, like, you know, recording and trying to update everything. So... I'm literally 24-7, like, you know, I never clock out. Like, I'm having dinner with my boyfriend, and, like, I'm like, hold on, hold on. Like, I got to reply to the client. Yeah. yeah. Man, yeah, that's so the craziest thing about, about nowadays, too. Like, like uh, I guess modern businesses is, like, everything is on, on your phone. You know, everything oh, is so, yeah. like, digital. Everything, everything, everything. It, it never stops. And, like, you know, I, I go in at, at 10 o'clock. I get there, like, an hour early to set up and clean whatever. But I get there uh, at 10 o'clock every day, and I, like, this, this whole pandemic, you know, everything's been crazy. 
so now that I'm back officially in the salon, everything's like accumulated from the time that we weren't officially open. Yeah. And so I'm there from 10 a.m. to around like 6 p.m., like six days a week. And then from 6 p.m. until I go to bed, I'm like on, you know. Jesus. Yeah. So it's, it's extremely hands-on. It's extremely like just energy. It's full. It takes your energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I love it. I love every second. I would never, you know. Never give it up. It's just. Is you always was that always your plan was being to uh, like cosmetology no. or? No, no. So uh, I my whole life wanted to be a veterinarian. I love dog. I love dogs. I love your dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I have a really big thing for dogs and just for animals. They have my heart. But uh, I saw an accident with my aunt's dog. You know, like he was attacked by a different dog. And ever since I saw that, I was like, whoa! I cannot be a veterinarian. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> seeing the actual like blood scene yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. yeah I was like dang that is not for me so um, you're like I want to see you know the nice stuff yeah know, I just want to pet them and love them but I don't want to like surgically you know take care of them like oh hell no yeah yeah so uh, so that's when you made the, the transfer or you're well, like okay no. um, so our senior year you know everybody's asking you so what are you going to do after high school and this and that and uh, my sister and I uh I wouldn't say we really tried to go to college. Well, she tried. She, like, enrolled a couple of times, you know, didn't, like, dropped out, enrolled a drop. And then um, I went as far as taking, like, the entry exam, and then I went to the parking lot and cried. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, okay. I can't sit there and listen to someone speak. I get extremely frustrated. I need to be, like, running things. Yeah, I need yeah, to be yeah. hands-on. I need to be on my feet. I can't just sit here and stare at you. Like, I go You need crazy. to be doing something. I gotta be doing something. Yeah, and teachers right, right. get pissed when you're not, like, sitting still. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I'm no worse at that. I'm, like, an only child. So, like, I always was, like, looking for something to yeah, do. You know? Yeah, yeah, so. I know. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So, um... So, no college for you two ladies. No fucking like, college nah. for us. Uh-uh, no. So, then, uh, that same week that we graduated high school, I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna go see what's up with beauty college, you know, like, just to kind of have something, like, some kind of degree, and not just waste, you know, like, my time, I guess, so I was like, I'm gonna just fucking do it, so my sister and I ended up enrolling together, and we did it, got it over with, and then I didn't use my license for the first year, I didn't work, do hair at all the first year, because I thought, like, no, maybe it isn't for me, you know, like, mm -hmm. I was a little scared, like, it was just, it was extremely overwhelming, you know, so, um... Did you have any bad cuts? You, you fuck anybody say <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, you yeah, you don't, become, you don't become amazing on your first haircut. No way, yeah, right? no, yeah. That's no, what no, trips no. me out. I could never even trust myself to cut somebody's hair. You I know? don't trust like, myself to do my own hair, and I've been doing this for seven plus years. I turned my own hair green the other day, so... Really? You know, I'd rather let my mom and my sister do my hair, and then, like, I don't know, I don't know what it is, I don't know my own hair, I guess, I don't know, but yeah, it was literally, like, two weeks ago, I turned my own hair green, I was pretty pissed, <laughs> Wow. but we're so busy, you know, so, you just mix the wrong dyes I, up, or what? no, I just, I, uh, I overtoned my hair, I knew my hair looked orange, Apparently, I was looking at it in the bad lighting because it really wasn't that orange, so I put the wrong color. It was too ash for the orange that I had, and it turned to green. Mm, that's kind of crazy, too. Is I don't know much about it, but what I do know is it is a little more scientific than people oh, even yeah. have any idea, oh, you, have no you know? idea. I took, uh, a, I worked for Ulta for almost three years, and they make you take tons of, like, 
classes while you're working there. Uh-huh. So, uh, so I know a lot of the science behind it because due to those classes, thank God. But um, yeah, you learn about like literally the strand of hair, like the protein that goes into it, the bonds, the pigment, like. It's, it's crazy how much you learn, you know, so, and I thought it was just like, you know, green cancels out red and purple cancels out yellow, like something as simple yeah, as that, yeah, you yeah. know, hell no, there's so much to do with like the pH levels, the acidic levels, it's just crazy, it's crazy. Do you have any, any plans on expanding your guys' salon, like ever opening another one? We were talking about that all day today, um... It's crazy because we would love to, and that is eventually the goal. Uh, we'd like to start off with a receptionist because just kind of take the load off you. We need someone, you yeah. Three, all three of you. Yes, we need someone, and um, but the thing with the pandemic is, big business owners, it's tough because you know, okay, let's say I pay booth rent, right? But with you know, all of this going on, I can't work in the salon, so why am I going to pay booth rent, right? So mm-hmm. now all of these, which I don't blame them because it's either your mortgage or your booth rent, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, all of these, you know, booth renters, they're not paying their salons, and so the salon isn't receiving the money, and the salon isn't paying the rent, and so all of these salons have closed down yeah, because sure, yeah. it's like it's, you're going to pay one or the other. You know, the government, even unemployment, isn't giving you enough to pay both your mortgage and your, you know, booth rent. So, you know, a lot of people are choosing to work out of their garage instead of, and just giving up, you know, the, the salon. Mm-hmm. And so these, these salon owners are, are losing a lot, you know? So we're extremely blessed because we're family owned. So we were never, we wouldn't let ourselves uh, down sure. like that. You know, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to do that to my mom. Like, Hey mom, I'm just going to not pay rent and give her the whole load. You yeah, know? Yeah, so yeah. with us, it's a little more personal. And, uh, so we continued to pay. We didn't, mm-hmm. you know, uh, lose anything or, or get pushed back at all. Thank God. And, um, so yeah, so this is for now until everything goes back to normal. That and, makes sense. I get yeah, it. Yeah. You then, guys are keeping the family owned because you're a hundred percent in all three of you. All three of us. And we would never let each other down. And so, you know, maybe years down the line when everything's more like firm and there's no, are we opening? Are we closing? Or, you know, there's no like uncertainty. Yeah. Then we'll uh, expand, but for now, this is just like we're solid. <laughs> that may, yeah, that makes sense. How do you how do you feel about that? How do you feel about the whole pandemic situation? How do you feel about them almost like playing games with people's lives? Almost like let's open businesses, close them, open them the next week, close them the next week. Yeah. Like even restaurants in LA was like they gave them like forty eight hours to figure it out to open, yeah. and then they shut them back down like yeah. a week later, and it's like. Yeah. How does that work? Like that doesn't really, do, you know, the economy deals with everybody. Everybody has to deal with that shit. And yeah. Corona deals with what? You know, one, one, two, three percent, maybe at the max, are dying from coronavirus. Yeah. So like, how do you feel personally about being a business owner? About you know shutting down? Like, is that even? It fucking sucks, man. The it really US. Can I cuss? Is that okay? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've been, I think I've been cussing. <laughs> I'm such a bad cusser. I, I have my pen right here, too. I smoke during my podcast. Oh, okay. So yeah, shout out. Ahead. Yeah, you're good. Um, yeah, no, it, it, it sucks. It really sucks. Like, it sucks because we want to abide by everything and we want to follow the rules. And not once have we worked with our masks and, and we follow everything. But in the back of my own personal mind, I'm just like, fuck, this really sucks. Like, we're... We haven't lost business, but we also, we've kind of just stayed leveled this whole pandemic, you know, because 
opening, closing, opening, closing, and our customers are like, hey, you're closing, and like, it's just, it's it's extremely, yeah, yeah. it's a roller coaster, and so it really sucks, and I wish we didn't have to go through it, and I wish things would just go back to normal, because like you said, the 1% thing, I think it's a little ridiculous, but it's just what we have to do, you know, I, we don't really have a choice, if we want to stay open, they could uh, suspend our licenses, they can fine us, you know, in the salon, if we don't abide by the rules. So we're abiding by it, and of course for the health, because we have a lot of old people in our salon, so for the health, you know, for the sake of our clients, of course, we protect them, and we follow all the protocols of cleaning every yeah. little inch, and it's a little exhausting, but, you know, we don't have a choice, and we just, we just do it, you know, you, you don't think twice about it. Yeah, you just being, a, you just gotta be responsible, I guess, which I, responsible, I, I definitely, yeah. I understand, it's just... It's so mind-boggling to me, you know, oh, just it watching it happen. And just like today, how, uh, you know, they shut down back to, what, purple phase Which I don't whatever. know what it means, but yeah, they basically I shut gym no down and all that. All the in indoor stuff. Yeah, so we were celebrating our two years, and, you know, people are uh, are like, hey, you know, are you guys closing? Or like, did, you know, did you get the news? And I'm just like, what is it now, you know? So yeah. even when I was, you know, when I arrived, I'm like trying to check on my phone. Like, so what does this really mean? Like... It's just so confusing, and it's like they play with your emotions, you know? Like, you're just waiting to see when you're going to go back to being a couch potato, I guess. <laughs> when you're going to go back to, yeah, you know, back on your vacation for, you know, however long. Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, I don't know. I, I, I just hope that, uh, I don't know, man. People don't think about the whole corona situation or COVID situation. Like, I don't think, I feel like a lot of people don't see it fully. Like, they, they see the deaths from COVID, but they don't see, like, the mental health. Oh, yeah. Physical health of oh, people yeah. that aren't going to the gym. Like, even, even like, domestic violence is up. Like, people, yeah. you know, when they feel stuck inside, it's like, it's not, Oh yeah. you know, yeah. it's not good for us. No, I feel you. I, uh, I felt it a little bit, because, like, I told you, I, I'm a very uh, hands-on, energetic, like, I gotta keep doing I can't, I don't do well just sitting on my couch and doing nothing, you know, I gotta yeah. like know that I have a plan, I gotta have a reason to wake up every morning and like, alright, what am I gonna do today, you know, like, so, um, what so do you do, what do you do to keep, keep going like during, during Corona or even not, cause I've seen your Instagram and you seem like you're pretty wild, so what are, you, what are some wild things you've been doing to, no, uh, I, stay we active? remodeled, we remodeled oh, the salon shit. twice, so, okay, so the first time we closed, which was in March, uh, we were closed from March to June, so in that time, we remodeled a lot. You know, unfortunately, a lot of salons closed, but fortunately for us, it sounds mean to say, we got a lot of good deals on new furniture, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this one oh. salon in uh, Long Beach, they had less than a year open. Less than a year open, and uh, and we were able to buy everything from them. Brand new chairs, brand new shampoo bowls, I mean, it was such a good deal for us and you know we told her our story about like all our old furniture and everything and man she was just so amazing she she gifted us a lot of uh like our blow dryer like just amazing deals yeah so she was like it didn't work out for me but you know you guys sound like you got a good thing going on so you know kind of pass it just, along yeah she passed it along and we've been man making making it like we're so grateful for it you know yeah so yeah so it, it does it does really really suck but and then the second time that we closed from uh, July 13th up until September 1st, um, so what is that, like two months, two and a half months, uh, something like that? Yeah. Uh, um, I'm, so, not, I'm out of school for too long and I smoke too much weed, so <laughs> <laughs> my math is way off, so just keep going. <laughs> so during that time, 
we remodeled again and so we updated our brick wall and we painted the cabinets we have this amazing handyman that he uh we give him a lot of work through like word word of mouth mm. and so he hooks it up big time and he really helps us out and so he's painted our whole salon and he's uh remodeled our bathroom and uh done like a whole backsplash we got new cabinets this year like our whole it's it's a lot that's you know? legit yeah, yeah. so it's, yeah, i feel like that's what a lot of people it's like both sides you know a lot of people it just quarantine they didn't do shit they kind of yeah. like just everything was south for them and then a lot of people other people opened new businesses or like yeah. worked on their business yeah, or sure. like figured out a new direction for their business yeah. like i that's good i just yeah. think that's good for a small business and, and for a valley business to uh Instead of, like, sitting here waiting to actually, like, you know, yeah, make changes, yeah. upgrade. Yeah, we wanted to make it exciting for people to come back. Like, yeah. look, we got new stuff. Come exactly. check it out, you know? So, we don't, we want it to be, like, every time we open, it's kind of like a, a little mini grand opening. Like, look at us. Like, we remodeled. Come check it out, you mm -hmm. know? So, we wanted to kind of have something real the customers back in. Yeah. Just a little extra, a little special. Like, yeah, a little razzle-dazzle. Yeah. A little razzle <laughs> And, and, yeah. and, and just bringing up the handyman too like a lot of people don't understand too networking that's a huge deal oh 100% yeah your own we business. have a lot of clients and we love asking them you know what do you do like how we love helping mm. small businesses you know so uh, our handyman for example uh, we have this one client and he is uh, he flips houses and so our handyman he just got started here in the valley and he needed work and we just happened to find him from a different client and uh, it was when the riots were happening and we needed to board up our whole salon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we're right next to El Paseo and we thought it was going to be right on El Paseo. So we had, a, we had a lot of... How did you guys... Did you guys... Was that just like a warning? Was it just like just in case? Really... I had a lot of people messaging me saying, you Something better board happening? up. Yeah, like mm. you better board up. Because we're right there, you know. So a lot of people were like, just in case. And then, you know, my salon in San Diego that I was working at... They uh, they got hit twice. I'm pretty sure it was twice. <clears throat> she has big windows on her salon and her spa, and they both uh, got shattered. So from her experience, I was like, dang, like I should we should really board up just in case. Exactly, you know? it's like and, it's not that far. Yeah, and thank God, you know, nothing happened. There was no violence here in the valley, but just in case. <laughs> that is so crazy to me because yeah. it's like these small business owners like. They, they don't have no control of anything that's yeah, going on, know, you know? Like, know? We were just like, dude, like, we're a family-owned business. We're all women. We can't fight back, you know? If something happens, like, we lose everything, you know? So it was, like, it was tough that morning that it was, that the, you know, uh, the protest was going to happen. That morning, I, I woke up to all the messages of people just, like, freaking out. Mm -hmm. And I woke up crying. I was just so, like, stressed out about it. And so my mom, my sister, and I, we just hopped in the truck, and we ran to Home Depot, and we were just like, like, we need help. And then that's when we found our handyman, and we met him that same day, and he boarded everything up for us, and he saw, like, our, you know, frustration and worry, yeah. worriness, worrisome, whatever, and, um, and so, yeah, he didn't, like, oh, God, he's so nice, he didn't even charge us. He was just like, no, girls, I got you, you know, like, you need help, and this and that. So from there, like, he just kept helping us, and we were like, no, this is a good guy. He does amazing work, so yeah. we're like, we're going to give him, we're, we're going to find him something. We're going to find so him we, something. Yeah, so we found him, the guy that flips houses, going back to that story. 
we found the guy that flips houses and now he works full time for him and like does amazing uh, he's able to open up his own business and everything so it's you know word of mouth it really goes a long way and that's kind of cool yeah. too is that he, he helped you guys just out of like basically the kindness of his heart and that's what people uh, yeah it, it kind of makes you remember you know like not everybody's bad yeah no matter what news social media no matter what all that shit shows it's like yeah you gotta remember you know a lot of people are just good people that just hell yeah you know, that are take just care of family and shit. Yeah. yeah yeah and so i guess speaking on that community like how do you feel like the community of the valley has taken you know like embraced you guys from when you guys opened to now like and you guys are all are you guys all from the valley yeah. Oh, so it's just like yeah, uh, valley owned from the valley. Just yeah, makes sense. my mom came out here when she was uh, nineteen, I think. Uh, she came from uh, Ensenada, from Baja, uh-huh. Mexico, and uh, she came over here when she was like, I think she was she was nineteen because she was pregnant with my sister around nineteen and had her at twenty, and then my sister and I were born and raised here in the valley, and yeah, just stayed here. Do you think that made you guys more determined being daughters of? immigrants of Fuck being yeah. fucking oh, yeah. like 100%. we don't got no choice like we yeah. gotta fucking oh, yeah. grind it yeah my mom raised us to like if if i can do this much in my one lifetime y'all better like do better than me yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. always pushed that on us and she always you know said like her her first apartment here like her first piece of furniture was a mattress she found in a dumpster you know like she Jeez. she worked as a hostess most of her like early you know 20s or i think all of her 20s and, you know, she really, really, really struggled raising us as a single mother because my dad was banned from the U.S. Uh, my whole childhood. So she, you know, she did it all on her own. And she was an immigrant. She had no papers here, nothing. And, and she made it like, happen. And in her one lifetime, you know, she's business owner. She bought her first house. She became a citizen. And she's done so much. So we're just like, well, fuck, if she can do it in a span of, let me see, 20 years, 27 years, 23, sorry, no, wait, seven, yeah, 27 years. <laughs> I'm like, wait, how old is she? <laughs> yeah, 27 years, then we still have a lot to go, and, and, you know, we're excited to see how much. Was it was it hard growing up with your mom having, um, obviously, English as a second language? Like, was it tough for school and everything? Was that? Yes, my mom was that, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate. My mom was that mom that was like, help me do this and it was like her social security you know we're like help me file for citizenship and we're just like i'm like i think i was 13 years old i'm like yeah yeah so you know enrolling for like elementary she would be like and what does this say and what does this say and we're like fuck i don't know oh shit so you guys are basically that's probably why running a business doesn't seem that wild to you because you guys were already like having to grow up so quickly as kids you know oh yeah. yeah you're all like Figuring it out together, so yeah, we, you know, you're all trying to figure out the English language, yes. the whole language. Yeah, you guys are growing up. Yeah, and my mom, uh, you know, did it on her own with like no backup. You know, like her parents are she her she wasn't raised by her dad, but her mom was you know mostly in Mexico would visit sometimes, so she didn't have any help, so she kind of relied on us, and we relied obviously relied on her. She's our mom, we're little kids. So she relied on our, mostly our English a lot, and um, and eventually she, she can have a full conversation with you, but, you know, she has a strong accent, but she's, she, yeah, her English is, is not too bad now. She's kind of like forced, I think doing hair kind of forced her to learn it, you know? You have to communicate a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, haircut. <laughs> Listen yeah. to people's fucking problems and <laughs> it's, it's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I like the cheesemate. Like, I, we always say, you know, the cheesemate doesn't exit these four walls, but... Yeah, no, I love opening up to my clients and them opening up to me. You build a connection because yeah, yeah. I'm with my girls for like five, six hours sometimes, you know, and 
So it's like, well, what are you going to do? Just stare at each other? You yeah, know? the same shit as the barbershop, you know, same thing. Dudes yeah. are just kicking it, just talking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, you know? you're just hanging out. And it's like, they trust you enough to, like, do their hair and, like, you know, all right, cool, you trust me. So we already have that little, that little, like, yeah, you know, exactly. Like, you up. can make me look fucked up for a while. Yeah. So, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, but they trust <laughs> me not to because they came to sit in my chair. So I'm just like, you know, you already trust me. So I already like you. And so, like, what's yeah. up, you know? So, and I, I'm very, uh, like, easy to talk to, easy to, like, get along with. Like, I love conversating and, like, getting to know people. Uh-huh. Have so you had any, any bad clients, like, Oh, ever yeah. crazy because oh i did God. see a video just saw a video of some lady getting crazy and try to hit her yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, robin yeah robin oh you're crazy. not i remember uh, it yeah. oh i will not forget that she was like mm. she's like you have to leave now. Yeah. You have no choice. <laughs> like, i've never had to ask somebody to leave uh i did have a lady so i'm gonna do a little sample so like okay. you're sitting here like getting your hair done this lady, and you know, these are little armrests, whatever. This lady would have her legs like this, and then she'd fall asleep like this. Yeah, and while we're highlighting her hair. And then at the end of our service, and I'm here, like, crouched down trying to do her highlights, yeah. trying to reach, you know? And then at the end of the service, she'd have the audacity to say, I don't like my highlights. And so I'll, and this is when I worked for Ulta, for Ulta, so it's corporate. You can't just kick somebody out. I'll uh-huh. be kicked out faster than she'll be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, customer's right. (laughs) Yeah, customer's always right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it took us months to finally ban her and corporate her. And she just would just fall asleep and just, yeah, yeah. And at at the beginning, and she did this like at least, I don't know, once a month. At the beginning of the service, I'd be like, all right, you know, just letting you know, I'd uh, try not to fall asleep. I understand it's extremely relaxing, you know, but unfortunately, I can't work right when your head is down here, you know, and, and she was like, and she, she's Filipina, but she knew full English because when she argued, she uh, knew full English. But she'd act like, But she would oh. act like, what? You know? And and then she, this is how, like, she'd get her hair done and then she'd slowly be like, and then she would pretend to be asleep and I'd be like, can you sit up straight? Can you sit up straight? And she would just be like, mm, and then just kind of like, <laughs> oh yeah. And I, I'm like, no, there she goes. And she would just like slide down, you know? And, that is so weird. God, I hated that so much. Wait, and so, do you sleep at home? That's what I said. I'm like, really? Yeah, no, she would do that the whole service. And then, yeah, at the end of the day. And she wasn't like, oh, I don't like it. She would be like, do you see it? Do you see it? It's hideous, hideous. And she'd, like, do this, you know, throw her arms up. And I'm like, okay, well, what about it don't you like? Do you not see it? And I'm like, is it the color? Is it the brightness, darkness? Is it too many highlights? Like, I don't see it. What do you mean you don't see it? I'm like, oh. So. You're, not, you're not seeing right because you were sleeping yeah. for about two hours, you know? You're not <laughs> exactly. Asleep. And then during the consultation, you know, it's like, all right, so how would you like your highlights? Same as last time. And I'm like, so what does that mean? And she's like, you don't keep track of my color? And I'm like, oh, God. Like, well, you didn't uh, like it last time, so I don't know what that means. So, yeah. Yeah, it took us months, but we finally banned her and never had to see her again. <laughs> how about your, your new salon you've been pretty no ago. yeah we get amazing clients um well because they're probably most returning right are they mostly yeah. like people you've been working well, with I, a while? with the whole pandemic i see uh barely like it's mostly all new clients it's it's crazy oh, and i get my returning clients for like touch-ups and stuff like that but man every day has been like a new client it's it's really exciting um, and if somebody wants to reach out to you guys how can they find you guys Where? on instagram What's the what's your name on Instagram? So it's hiddengem.pd. 
hiddengem.pd. Okay. Yes, is that the main spot, just right here on Instagram? Yep, and then you'll find me, my sister, and my mom's Instagram in that page. Perfect. Right in the bio. Yeah. All right. I think we should wrap this shit up. Yeah. You ready to wrap it up? Yeah. Episode 66. Thank you, Brenda. And shout out Zachy BTV. I'm rocking your shirt today, bro. <laughs> That was quick.